The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Everybody ready? Ready? Yeah. And action. Welcome to the revolution. Why are you guys so awesome? Outdoor radio at its finest. Should you get hooked on phonics? Yes. yes. <laughs> of course you should. I'm going to need you to lower your expectations a little bit. It's true. <laughs> the movement gets stronger day by day. Prepare to be morally outraged. Ladies and gentlemen, the revolution with Jim and Trev is back on the air. Presented by Outdoor Channel. Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Let's do this thing. Dad, you are the best. You are my friend. You taught me how to hunt and to catch fish. And now it's Father's Day. And I have to admit, I just wrecked your truck. But that's not the worst part. My real dad's Uncle Ray. Personally, I would be more upset that my truck got wrecked. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, I mean, a good truck is hard to come by. <laughs> All right, so it is Father's Day weekend. and we You're are... about to die. You know that? <laughs> All right, we're celebrating Outdoor Father's Day Fest. All right, so here in just a second, we're going to be joined by the Kansas Catman Cat Daddy. Uh, hopefully, he's going to have a good progress report on the tuna tub. <laughs> yeah. Whether or not it pulled through, we don't know. We don't know. It may be on life support. Uh, she's a good old boat worth keeping. Uh, then we're going to be joined by who? <laughs> hey, we're going to be joined by old Nick Ventura. He's a co-host of Become One. Uh, it's on Sportsman Channel's... Uh, that's Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. That's but right. But this weekend... You gotta, you gotta, uh, what, folks, you got to listen to this interview with old Nick because he's going to tell you something that's going to happen this weekend. Yeah, this Saturday, June 19th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on Sportsman Channel. He's got a one-hour film, like a documentary... Uh, where he fulfills, we think, a kind of like a, a last wish, a last wish for his grandma to take his grandpa elk hunting. Uh, but it's called the Old Bull. That's going to air again this Saturday, Sportsman Channel, 7 p.m. Eastern time. And then to wrap things up, hey, we got Laramie Sasquatch Miller, and of course he has a program called Last of the Breed. Yeah, that's Sportsman Channel Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern time. But first, we got to get to Cat Daddy. Find out what's going on. Here's Cat Daddy. Here's Cat Daddy. <laughs> oh, and by the way, it's brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. It is. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. So our next guest, he is your daddy. He is my daddy. He is Cat Daddy. Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going? Happy Father's Day. It's going good, boys. Going good. Uh, I'm just sitting here wishing I had the old tuna tub fixed, but 
She's got a major malfunction when I mean major. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, give a little update. She's still in critical condition on life support. Um, yeah, that's right, buddy. Got her hooked up to life support. <laughs> she, she's on a ventilator right now. Cat Daddy, they're having talks of pulling the plug. Um, <laughs> did you sign a DNR, do not resuscitate? Yeah, yeah, I'll resuscitate it all right. <laughs> all right, so what is going on with the, you know, the, you blew the engine, basically. Yeah, I don't know. It looked like someone stuck a double barrel 12 gauge in there and just pulled the trigger. Oh, oh man. man. Have they. Yeah. Any. It, 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 it's a nightmare, but, you know, hey, what the heck? I can always break out the five gallon bucket and go fish and <laughs> sit on the bank, which I've already done, and I can still catch fish out there like that. <laughs> That's right. Now, this is Father's Day weekend, man. I'm sure you're going to be out on the water a lot. What is the fishing action like? Well, the fishing action is good. You know, everything's settled down from all the high water and rain, and now it's just been hotter in the Mojave Desert and dry, and, you know, the the fish has calmed down, and they know what they want, and that's to get on the end of your hook. You need to get out there and get with it, boy, because the fish are biting good. Yeah. Well, now, dispel this rumor, and I heard this over the weekend, that uh, the flathead catfish are the best eating because... They're not like the other catfish. They are actually a predator. They actually go out and search and find minnows and frogs and Lord knows what. And so it's not like they're bottom-feeding things. They're actually actively, aggressively fishing, if you will. Well, I mean, you know, they, they are predator fish. You know, they'll they'll go out and try, try to get live bait as, as often as they can. But don't put nothing past them. That they'll eat a good old water guts, too. <laughs> I know, you know the feeling. That's for sure. And, and, and they are the better eating fish. Because, boy, I tell you, the belly meat on a flathead is like a filet mignon. Mm. They, they are delicious eating. Now I want to eat some. <laughs> now, are you going to, uh, I, I love what you said, they want to get on your hook. <laughs> Dude, I think fish want you to catch them, Cat Daddy. I really do. Make them famous. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just like a magnet. They can't resist it. <laughs> That's funny. All right, so what baits are working right now? i tell you what's working really good right now is a live bait cut in half. Really? Yeah, fresh no, cut bait. No, Perch, no. bullhead, just take a knife and slip the belly open on the bullhead, about a three, four-inch bullhead. Slip the belly open, let the guts hang out, and throw it out there, man. A wounded fish. Mm. That's kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? You cut a bait in two and it's live bait? I thought it'd be dead bait cut in two. Well, it was live before you cut it in two. That's right. Come on. You got to think about this, Jimbo. It was, it was shaking before it got the knife. Yeah. <laughs> Jimbo's reading way too much into this guy, Daddy. He's making it difficult for us. I'm a bass uh, fisherman. So are you going out there and are you netting your bait? Is that what you're doing? I mean, that's a good... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It's a good time to go out and throw a net right off the end of the uh, docks, you know, and stuff like that. Yeah. The, uh, the sheds right there. And you, you can catch, you know, creek, creek chubs and stuff like that. I tell you, it, it's just like a feeding frenzy going on right now. Everything's settled down out on the waters. Mm -hmm. The lakes and the rivers are down good, you know. And uh, you know, night crawlers, cut bait, shag guts, shad entrails, you know, just large minnows. Everything's right now is uh, what you need to use. Just try everything: dip bait, stink bait. All that stuff. Well, I bet anything like that, and when you are, you know, cutting those, you know, and having that that gut presentation like that with this hot weather. I mean, we had, I think, like triple digit heat 
three days in a row this past yeah. week. Um, that water, that scent dispersion has got to be absolutely amazing. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's it's it re- it really spreads now. Just like dropping a a couple of drops of oil right on top of the water, you can see how it just disperses, man. Do you ever use jug lines or not? Uh, I haven't used jug lines a whole lot in the last couple of years. Uh, they they got different laws on them where you, you can't leave them out on the water all, all night. They have to be you know identifiable by the eye while you're watching them. Well, in order to use them, yeah. But uh, I do have them. I, uh, I I do use them. That's a good way to catch fish. I mean, you know, you can throw them out like on a river and just uh, have live bait hanging there or dead bait or you know guts on the end of the line. And yeah. Just just throw them out. Let the current take them down the river, and you just follow them. Yeah. Pretty yeah. soon you'll see them bob up and down. Sometimes they'll go underneath the water, and you won't see them for two, three minutes. And all of a sudden, it'll pop back up. And boy, I tell you. It's a hoot to chase them down, especially yeah. if you get a big fish on the bottom of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, when you, when you go to pull it up and you pull up the tuna tub. <laughs> hey, let me tell you, sometimes you'll see them go down, they don't ever come back up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, now, uh, here, here's a tip that we need. We're out there and we're at, uh, you know, creeks coming into the uh, reservoir, okay, because in Kansas, that primarily, there are no natural lakes. And so you're out there and you're throwing your cast net, but it gets hung up. There's always something down there. How do you get it off without tearing that net up? Well, that's the trick. You're supposed to bring you two cast nets when you go. (laughs) (laughs) Most generally, when you go to pull on that cast net, it closes it up, see, and you ain't got no option. If if it's stuck down in there, you either jump in and try to get it. If you can see if it ain't too too deep or you're just, what do you call it? Beep out of luck. Yeah, you're on the tuna tub and you don't have a paddle, okay? <laughs> and the motor just exactly. <laughs> hey, uh, real quick, uh, before we get to a break, uh, I think at the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks, um, they released a deal about the blue-green algae blooms. It's bad this year, man. Oh, yeah, it's everywhere. They got it out to Milford Lake already this year. Yeah, in Marion Reservoir too, right? Yep, yep, yep Marion Reservoir, yep. Yeah, I love how they say... Yeah, if you get it on your hands, uh, you need to wash immediately, but it's okay to eat the fish. What? Yeah, right. What? Don't rub your eyes. <laughs> I was like, uh, okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't see that one. Anyways, Mr. Cat Daddy, this is Father's Day weekend. Everyone loves you, man. Uh, we're all worried about the tuna tub, but if we want to book a trip, where can we find you online? www.catdaddyguideservices.com. Yeah, if you'd like to send old Cat Daddy a happy Father's Day message, send it to catdaddy underscore one at msn.com. That's right. And this has been brought to you by High Mount Seasonings. Visit them online to answer Cat Daddy's phone. <laughs> so, look him up, himtnjerky.com. He's got a horn honk there. Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, we have got uh, Nick Ventura. That's right. He's actually calling Cat Daddy. Uh, he's the co-host. <laughs> hey, Nick. <laughs> Become one. Uh, but you have to watch the Father's Day special this weekend, The Old Bull. It's a one-hour special sportsman channel this Saturday, June 19th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. The Old Bull. Nick Fincher is coming up next. Mr. Cat Daddy, God bless you. We love you, buddy. Hey, happy Father's Day, guys. Take care now. All communication lines are clear. Call and speak to the revolution now, 785-846-7647, or log on to JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The revolution will continue right after these important messages. Big ideas come alive when you're backyard ready. Discover the very best in outdoor living all in one place. 
We're ready when you're ready at GameAndFishMag.com forward slash backyard. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere. It's an Outdoor Father's Day Fest this week on The Revolution. Oh, hello, Daddy. Now, let's kick off a two-part interview with Nick Ventura, co-host of Become One and the Old Bull Father's Day one-hour special on Sportsman Channel. Saturday, June 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking Outdoor Father's Day Fest on this week's show. And, of course, our next guest, he's a father for the first time. First time! Brand spanking new. That is Nick Ventura. Also, Jimbo. He's got a, a one-week-old, I think. Uh, but anyways, <laughs> Don't tell my wife. <laughs> Nick Ventura, he's the co-host. Become one. That's Mondays, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, Sports Channel. But you have to tune in this Saturday, June 19th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. you got to watch Old it. Bull. It is a Father's Day one-hour special. It's a tribute. Mr. Nick, uh, how's it going, man? Happy Father's Day. Yep, exactly. And uh, I think I've chosen one of the best names out there, and somehow I convinced my wife. Um, his first name is Bo, B-E-A-U. Is it really? Middle name Hunter. Oh, yeah, my God. Bo Hunter Ventura. <laughs> oh, my God. That is so cool. Yeah. I thought it would be yeah. Ace Ventura. I think that would be. <laughs> you know, people said that, but I said, you know, I've already got teased my whole life for that. So, um, <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully he grows up to like hunting just as much as I did, and you know the rest of my family. So yeah, it almost sounds but like we'll something uh, Tom Miranda would have copyrighted. <laughs> <Yeah>. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so the old bull man. What an awesome one-hour special uh, again this Saturday for uh, Father's Day Sportsman Channel. Uh, this June nineteenth, seven p.m. Eastern time. Man, tell us about this. All right. Um, the one hour special, this is completely different from traditional become one. Tell us what this mm-hmm. special is about, man. Yeah. So we teased in the trailer. It's a story 30 years in the making. It's really a story about my grandmother and she had bought me an elk tag when I was, I think 15 years old. It was, um, and I was from New York and it really changed my life forever. Um, I wouldn't say that right there jump started my career in outdoor TV because it didn't, but it kind of gave me that taste of wanting to travel and go out west and, you know, figure out a way to do that. And years later, I made that my career. Um, and then it was two years ago, she got sick. Um, she had cancer. And when I went to go visit her on my way to a hunt, um, I stopped there for two days and just, you know, kind of w- was with her um, during that time in her last month. And she asked me if I would take um, Joe, my grandfather, on another elk hunt. And he hadn't been about five or six years. So, it, it wasn't his last elk hunt, quote unquote, but it was kind of the underlying um, possibility because he hasn't been in a while um, and had no intentions of going. So I said, of course. Um, and then the, the uh, not that very next fall, but the fall after, which was last October, we did it and we made the elk hunt happen. And it was, as you can imagine, it was emotional, stressful. Um, it was me, my dad, my grandfather, and we did our best to. Our hopes was to create an episode, but that wasn't the uh, wasn't the reason we we're there. And uh, we came out with some amazing content. And the story was exactly, you know, it was emotional. It was 
it was everything I could have asked for, uh, everything he could have asked for. And we made that one hour film um, with the Sportsman Channel. And we are beyond grateful for it. And it's our best production yet. So we hold that very near and dear to our hearts. And I think anybody that's seen a sneak peek has gotten emotional. So I think if, if you have somebody in your family that's not into hunting, this is a story they can watch. And I, I think they can um, take a liking to it. You don't have to be a hunter to enjoy a story like this. You bet. Well, watching it, and of course, I watched the trailer a couple of times for the, the old bull. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. the fact of the matter is, that little boy is you, right? Yeah, exactly. And yeah, you must have started growing your beard right after that shot was taken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, it's funny because there's pictures of, of me in the film when when I was 15 years old and I had a couple little hairs and back then I thought that was a beard and I had no idea what it would become years later. <laughs> oh my goodness. Family of Vietnamese could live in your beard. Now, um, yeah. question for you. What yep. you, you called your grandmother Omi. Is that her name or her nickname or what is that? Uh, it's kind of a, it kept, it's kind of both. Um, her main name was, was Om, O-H-M. Uh-huh. She called her, she was Omi to me, and but also in in German, Oma means grandmother. Oh, so, yeah, I knew that. I yeah, didn't know that. A, yeah, so actually, my my mom now her her daughter um, is going to refer to herself as Oma. Oh, um, yeah, so kind of cool. But yeah, it, very popular question we get is you know kind of where that name comes from and that's where and that's where it is yeah because so. i noticed in the in the video people really need to watch the trailer for this and tune in this saturday against sports channel 7 p.m eastern time your your grandfather i think you're sitting in a blind or something with him uh and he mm-hmm. referenced you know that as well about your grandma and i i didn't know that i don't know german very well i i know that i like bratwurst uh, a bunch <laughs> yeah. i like beer beer rocks beer <laughs> Um, that's really cool. This is such a neat thing, though, man. And to celebrate Father's Day, and how neat is that? That it got to be you, your dad, and your grandpa out there. That is fantastic. Yeah, I'll tell you what. It was uh, it was special, and it was everything we could have asked for happened. Um, but leading up to that hunt, you know, there was, as you can imagine, a lot of stress. You know, I was trying to produce this story because I wanted my little boy to watch it someday and, and learn who his, you know great-grandmother was and you know there's a lot of reasons to produce it but it was it added a whole nother level of stress it wasn't just me and my grandpa toting around we had two more camera guys you know so it was for him never being on tv it was it was a whole new deal and we all worked together but man leading up to that hunt it was it wasn't just a typical hunt where you're just excited to pack up and go it was a lot of a lot of stress as you can imagine Yes. A lot of things going through your head. Now, now you said that your grandmother bought you a hunting license at 15 years old. An elk tag. Yeah. An elk tag. Now, yep. ha- had you been hunting as a family your whole life then? Um, yeah, for the most part. My dad taught me how to hunt. Um, and my mom is from Colorado. And that's my dad met her out there when he lived out there for a few years. So I'd always hunted New York, whitetail, you know, turkeys, but never been anywhere west to hunt. So. When they bought me that elk tag um, to go with my grandfather who lived out there, that was kind of a whole new world. And I thought, you know, being 15, I thought I would just go out there and shoot the biggest bull because I was young and I could run and stuff. And <laughs> I learned that wasn't the case, you know. And then it kind of, he always joked to me like, oh, you know, what's the hunting in New York? It's like shopping, it's like going to the supermarket. They're everywhere. And I'm like, yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. And I go out there and I'm like, oh, he's right. It's, it's a lot more difficult than I thought it was. <laughs> you bet. Hey, we got to take a break. Can you stick around for a second part? Yep, 
Absolutely. All right. Hey, we've been talking with old Nick Ventura. He's the co-host of Become One. Also, he is the producer of the program coming out this Saturday on Sportsman Channel called The Old Bull. The Old Bull, that's Saturday, June 19th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You have to watch it. Also, Become One every Monday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. And we want to make sure uh, people know that that Sunday, actually Father's Day, uh, this will go live. Uh, the old bull on MOTV. So if you don't have a subscription, make sure you get one and watch this. Uh, real quick, though, Mr. Nick, before we get to a break, where can we find you online, buddy? Oh, we are online at www.becomeone.tv. Um, little stuff on YouTube, but my outdoor TV is where you can find most of our content. You bet. Hey, more Nick Ventura right after this. Don't go anywhere. You want to reach out and touch pure evil. No one does outdoors like Jim and Trav. Visit their creepy cyberspace man cave at JimandTrav.com. Savor the finer things in life. Hunting, fishing, and eating. Every adventure starts in the field and ends on the fork. Join epic outdoorsmen Steve Ranella, Daniel Vitalis, and Tommy Gomes as they hunt, fish, and forage around the world to create the perfect meal. I could eat the snot out of this thing all day long. The most mouth-watering night in Outdoor Channel history. Taste of the wild. Mondays beginning at 7 on Outdoor Channel. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. Outdoor Father's Day Fest is on today's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now let's get back to Nick Ventura, co-host of Become One and the Old Bull, Father's Day one-hour special on Sportsman Channel, Saturday, June 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking Outdoor Father's Day Fest on this week's show. And, uh, yeah, it's Father's Day Fest. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad. I, I can read. He's got those new glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I still can't read. little bow tie. All right, Nick Ventura. He's Nick here. Ventura, he's, he's on the show. That is Bow Hunter's dad. Okay? <laughs> um, yeah, that's right. <laughs> also, he is uh, the co-host. Bow Hunter, that's a good name for his son. Uh, he has a co-host as well, Tom Petrie. Uh, they are become one at Monday's 9 p.m. Eastern Time Sports. Sportsman Channel, but this Saturday, June 19th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, you got to watch Old it. Bull. It is a Father's Day one-hour special. It's a tribute. Now, I mean, you don't per se think like big outdoorsman hunter New York, man. I know there's a lot of great hunting opportunities to be had, and there's a lot of mm-hmm. New York outside of New York proper, but you wouldn't think you came from New York. No, and you know, and, and one of the things about New York that's funny is there's so much time to hunt out there. There's long seasons. Um, my dad, when he was in his early twenties, moved to Colorado thinking that he would get to hunt all the time. And you really only get a week or two here and there depending on your tag. So I think the the cool thing with New York was once that season opened in October for bow season, I could hunt every day for deer. And I would, you know, I would go home from school. If the wind was wrong, I'd go hunt geese. If the wind was right, I'd go hunt deer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would hunt every day. So I think, the Northeast, you see a lot of guys come out of there because they can hunt all the time. And in the West, you've got that week or two, and you've got to be on your game. And it's a tough deal. Um, but that's my excuse, I guess you could call it. That's how I learned. Yeah. Um, I'm sure a lot of people could could relate to that. 
Yeah, you know, uh, going to uh, your website and watching some of the trailers for this uh, this year's show, like uh, Colorado was first, and then of course Montana. I think uh, yeah. Oklahoma was after that. I watched those. Now, the interesting part about it, when you watch the background of it, of how you select scenes and how you have to, you know, retake scenes and so forth to make the time of the day match up with what it was happening when you were actually hunting, man, you got a lot to think about when you're doing a show. It just doesn't fall on the ground. And there you go. We got 30 minutes done. Yeah. I mean, and that's, and you know, that's why we have our education stuff called film the hunt. And we have behind the one on MOTV that kind of talks about that because we are, we're storytellers um, and we're hunters, but I would say I put myself more in the category of, really good behind the camera and okay as a hunter you know i've killed a lot of things but i I really hold that production value high um as far as you know where i strive oh i gotta say the the videography has to be one of the best if not the best is this the first time though it has ever been done where your hunts were filmed and aired in that succession so if you went and you went hunting has the show ever done that before no that that was our first time doing it that was interesting uh, yeah, it was tough um, because there's some stories um, in Ohio where we would leave for a trip and then come back and try to pick up that story. So it was difficult. And, and oddly enough, it just happened to be that we shot an elk. I shot my first elk with a bow that very first trip. So it kind of worked out to where that led off the season. Uh-huh. Um, whereas if it was a less exciting hunt, you wouldn't normally premiere your first episode being one of your lesser exciting hunts. Yeah, once again, hanging out, talk with Nick Ventura. He is the co-host, Become One, alongside Tom Petrie. That is Monday's 9 p.m. Eastern Time Sportsman Channel. However, this Saturday, the one-hour Father's Day special, the Old Bull, June 19th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, it will air the next day, Sunday, Father's Day. It will drop on MOTV. Now, what was the reaction from your grandpa? Did he like the film? Did he get to see it? What was his take on it he has not seen it yet the first time he will see it will no! be um that saturday you yeah. are you are cruel are you serious <laughs> Dude. better well, bring the kleenex it, it was gonna be uh what? it's funny because the whole season of become one he's like when's it gonna air and i'm like oh you know just wait <laughs> and i want it to be a surprise that we're making this film because he didn't know he thought it was gonna be an episode the whole time so the, the big surprise oh. is that i went above and beyond and made a 55 minute film no um, so yeah i i uh i wish i was there um obviously with a newborn i can't yeah fly out to colorado real quick but uh we there's gonna be his family will be out there as he's watching it oh um, so it'll be a total surprise for him and i think i know he'll get emotional because i've i've seen it hundreds of times and I get emotional every time so I know it's going to get him too well you know that's one of the things that I noticed about it uh, you, you kind of clouded up a little bit when you were trying to you know speak at the very beginning of the uh, the old bull segment and it, it yeah. seems like that you're mirroring and it's it's just a tradition that you try to hand out and hand down so you're going to be handing it down to your son I know Travis handing it down not only to his sons but his daughters as well and that yeah. mirrors everybody who's a hunter out there they want to pass down their skills and their uh passion yeah i mean i, I think there's there's a lot of reasons to hunt it, as you guys know and i think that putting food on the table is you know the most obvious one to an outsider but when you watch something like this you can really feel the tradition and the family tradition that has been passed down i think that's another important reason why we hunt you know we don't just hunt because 
that puts food on the table and you put meat in the freezer. So I think, I hope that it's, you know, a non-hunter can watch that and, you know, maybe just understand it a little bit more. Another reason why we do what we do. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there. We've been talking with Nick Ventura. He's the co-host of Become One on uh, Mondays at 9 o'clock Eastern Time on Sportsman's Channel. Yeah, plus you have to watch the Old Bull. It's one-hour Father's Day special this Saturday, June 19th at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Again, Sportsman Channel, and it will drop the next day on MOTV. This has been presented, though, by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Time, primarily the old bull, MyOutdoorTV.com. Again, though, Mr. Nick, to learn more about you, the old bull, what you guys have going on, where can we find you online? BecomeOne.tv, and then we were on Facebook and Instagram. If you search Become One, you'll find us there as well. Yeah, also search uh, Behind the One on MOTV as well. Yeah, uh, yep. That is really cool. A lot of the things that we talked about are in that particular segment. Yeah, you got to uh, check that out as well. I'm going to tell you, you're going to be the type of a dad that, like, an, if your son was born at 3.33 in the afternoon, he can't open his presents till then. I'm, I'm only <laughs> saying that because there's, there's no way I could have not shared like the whole episode with my grandpa. <laughs> like you're making him wait. That's oh man, that's hard. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm I'm evil in that way, but uh, <laughs> it's got to be done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know behind the beard there is a heart. Don't worry. All right, who we got coming up next, Jimbo? Hey, coming up next is the host of Last of a Breed, Laramie Sasquatch Miller. That's right, another bearded great. He might be a little taller though, Mister Nick. <laughs> happy Father's Day, man. We love you, buddy. Thank you, guys. You as well. You're on The Revolution with Jim and Trev. Ask not what America will do for you. The voice. But what together we can do. Of America. For the freedom of man. Stick around. The Revolution will continue right after these important messages. The rules are simple. Biggest five fish wins the challenge. But that doesn't mean the game is easy. I mean, that fish, like, it, it just owns you. Like, I don't know what else to do. Does Scott have it in the bag? Oh, boy. That's a big one. Or will he be beat at his own game? I'm ready to go to war. I know. Because bragging rights are serious. Oh, my God. Dad, giant. Absolutely huge. You said look like a crazy man. The Scott Martin Challenge. Sunday mornings at 10.30 Eastern, only on Sportsman Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav, an outdoor Father's Day fest. What the hell is that? Kicking off another two-parter with Laramie Sasquatch Miller, host of Last of a Breed on Sportsman Channel, Mondays 8 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Hey, we're back. We're talking Outdoor Father's Day Fest on this week's show. And our previous guest was Nick Ventura. And he's got a new little boy. And our next guest has a new little girl. That's right. Make sure you watch the, the Old Bull, the Father's Day one-hour special this Saturday. Sportsman Channel. Uh, that is 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Laramie Sasquatch Miller. He is the man. And he is just now joining us. He's the host of Last to Breed. That's Sportsman Channel as well. Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh-huh. Mr. Sasquatch, happy Father's Day, buddy. Well, Thank you. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there, and you guys as well. Well, thank Glad you. To be here. Yeah, you know the the interesting part about uh, this time of the year, beer season is has wound down, hasn't it? All across the country. Yeah, it's pretty much slowing down. Almost over. It's too dang hot. The bears are like me. They don't like to be out in the heat. 
Now, isn't it? it yes, in, the, in this heat, it's hard on Sasquatch. That he, that he comes becomes a recluse. Um, yeah, pretty much. In Montana, uh, not Montana, Idaho. Don't some of the um, places it stays open till the end of July? Is that right? End of June. The end of June. That's so, what it is. Yeah, and a lot of a lot of the state of Idaho, the season will stay open till the end of June. Hmm. Um, but to be honest, the bears stop moving too much come about july 15th they turn almost nocturnal because i mean you think if you were wearing a fur coat all summer yeah. you wouldn't want to be out in the sunshine either in idaho if you have your baiting permit how many sites can you have you can have three no way yeah three per person so if you go get your baiting permit they give you three bait tags and then you can go set three different baits and uh you know, have those for the whole season. Now, can you, in fact, move those, uh, or do you have to get permission? Because I know the first place I ever hunted bear was in Clearwater National Forest. They're in uh, just outside of Kuski, Idaho. And, uh, you know, we set up a bear bait, and it was really kind of interesting the way that uh, that the guy did it. And uh, uh, how do you do it? Man, there's so many different ways. You know, bears are just like people, so every bear has different taste buds, depending on what he likes. Mm. I use, what I do is I go down to the local farm grocery store and get all their rip bags of dog food for like $5 a bag, and I get as many of those as they have, and I might throw some cracked corn or some sweet feed in there, and then I go buy a bunch of molasses, and then I'll sprinkle in, you know, donuts, and I actually have become good friends with the guys at uh, Northwoods Bear Sense. And they have some amazing stuff that really, and it smells good enough to eat. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> Word on dog food about makes me eat dog food. <laughs> well, now, the interesting part about it, in Canada, when they set up a bait, they use oats. And uh, I was kind yep. of surprised uh, at that. But, you know, when when this uh, guy that I had there in Atacuski, Idaho, when he set up his baits, what he did was he took cafe grease old cafe grease mixed yep. it with molasses and then mixed it with the dirt that was actually in a hole the bear actually had to stick his nose down in the hole which then his sense of smell and eyesight was kind of covered up the only thing he had was his ear sticking out depending on deep the hole was and and that's the way that he did it but holy cow that's a whole process. Takes a couple of days, and then he he set up a burn the night before. He'd get you know a, a bacon rind and and so forth, and uh, poured molasses on it. And you you tried to pick a place where there would you'd get this downdraft in the evening, and that's when he would do his burn. And that smell mm-hmm. of that burning cafe grease would go down that valley. Next thing you know, the next day you get a bear hitting it. Yeah, no, I've done honey burns, bacon burns. Um, you know, I've used a lot of the old cafe grease in the past. It just it gets really messy, but so does molasses. But at least molasses I can buy in jugs. And molasses has always been one of my favorite things just because it gets in those bears. It gets in their hide and on their paws, and it doesn't come off. They can't lick it off that easy. So it's still going to track scent. Whenever they leave that bait, every bear that comes along that trail is going to follow them back to that bait. Mm-hmm. Now, last breed, people got to check it out. Uh, Laramie Sasquatch Miller, he's the host of it. Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, when you're, like, setting up your bait stations and stuff like that, do you ever take your kiddos out with you? Oh, yeah, all the time. You know, I love I love keeping my kids involved and taking them out to help set baits. And, 
you know, a lot of people worry about the scent and whatnot, but those bears get used to those baits and they don't care. Mm-hmm. They can smell the difference of if you were there five hours ago or three hours ago compared to if you're there now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is one thing you really got to think about when you're out hunting. It, you know, everybody puts so much emphasis on deer hunting, you know, um, but the mm-hmm. same precautions you need to take about your scent and getting to your stand and this and that, all those, you know, particulars, you have to apply that. What is it? A bear has can smell seven times greater than a dog, or nine something? times better than a bloodhound. No, no wow. way. So a, Seriously. Yeah. So that's a, that's the thing that I giggle at because I'll get people that'll message me every once in a while. Why are you baiting bears? You should go spot and stalk them. Well, I spot and stalk them too. Yeah. And people think that baiting bears is just you go throw some stuff out and the bears just come in. Them bears are smart. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. I think they say that a black bear is pound for pound the most intelligent animal uh, in North America. No way, really. Wow. Yeah, and they they learn so quick. It's amazing to me. That's why I like to bait is because it's a chess match all the time. You know, you're trying to figure out, okay, these bears are coming in this time, and if I do this, what are they going to do? And, you know, so you're constantly just watching them and figuring out, okay, when's going to be the best time for me to sit and have the best opportunity? You know, and I'd love just watching them. You know what I'd like to see? Those people that message you, I would like to see them carry a bear out of the woods over their shoulder. (laughs) No, exactly. (laughs) Dude, I mean, anyone that wants to knock you, I have seen you, man. You're sitting there and you've got this big (laughs) bear over your shoulder and you carried it out of the woods, man. Yeah, that's probably half the reason my back ain't as good as it used to be. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, you know, it's really interesting. I've done that way too many times. <laughs> well, it's really interesting. You know, there's a lot more states opening up to bear hunting, I think. Oh, yeah. Oklahoma had a season. I think uh, East Texas had a season this year. And, uh, yep. and then I think somewhere in the Northeast, maybe New Jersey or one of those states up there had a season. So bear hunting. Yeah, beast- and you know that. So Montana, it's it's amazing to me because bear hunting is getting a lot more lax than it used to be, which I'm glad to see because I think all, all the states are starting to realize how many the depredation that bears play yeah. on your ungulate populations. Mm-hmm. Um, they say like this time of year, one bear will eat forty calf, elk, or fawns in this area, like in Montana, Idaho, that area. Uh-huh. A bear will eat 40, for those two months, for June and July, will eat up to 40 calves and fawns a month. Wow. wow. Their depredation, <laughs> yeah, their depredation on your ungulate population, because they did a study to see about the wolves and mm-hmm. mountain lions and bears, and which one was, and the bear wins. He's wow. the hardest on the ungulate population. You bet. Jeez, okay. Hey, uh, uh, Laramie, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around for a second part? We want to talk to you about oh, camping. Of course. All right. I love you guys so much. I'll stick around as long as you want. <laughs> hey, we're talking with Laramie Sasquatch Miller. And, of course, he is the host of Last of a Breed on Sportsman Channel, Monday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. Yeah, and this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Laramie, to learn more about you, your partners, maybe get some Father's Day ideas, what you're going to be doing this weekend, where can we find you online, buddy? First of all, my website is LaramieMiller.com. And then you can go find me on Instagram and Facebook at Laramie Sasquatch Miller. Yeah. And he's actually taking names right now to date his daughter, Faye. <laughs> I don't know if we go that far. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Part- well, you need bear bait. Part two with Sasquatch after the break. <laughs> 
I see Sasquatch. Sasquatch likes to tan with cow brains. What's that? Sasquatch likes to tan with cow brains. There's not enough brain in a beaver to tan the hide of a deer, but like what I use, I usually go get uh, cow brains. You can never apply too much brain. Don't go anywhere. Laramie Sasquatch Miller from Last of a Breed is sticking around to hang out with Jim and Trav. And you should too. Big ideas come alive when you're backyard ready. Discover the very best in outdoor living all in one place. We're ready when you're ready at GameAndFishMag.com forward slash backyard. The revolution with Jim and Travis back on the air with Outdoor Father's Day Fest. Now let's rejoin Laramie Sasquatch Miller, host of Last of a Breed on Sportsman Channel, Mondays 8 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here's part two. Hey, we are back. We are talking Outdoor Father's Day Fest on this week's show. And, of course, we had uh, Larry Sasquatch Miller on for part one. And now he's back for part two. He is back, and he is the host of Last of Breed, Sportsman Channel, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, when you're in uh, bear country, man, you're going to be camping, doing whatever. Do the electric bear fences work as well as, you know, they're advertised to? Or is that just something that makes you feel good and you accidentally pee on in the middle of the night? <laughs> you know, believe it or not, they actually do work do they? well. Um, I've, I've used them a couple of times in grizzly bear country. Mm-hmm. And I actually watched a bear come in. He hit it. And then he came in the next day and he just sat outside of the fence. Like, wow. you know, a sad little kid that was getting scolded in school, <laughs> and he laid there like a dog because he couldn't get through it. Really? Yeah, bears' noses, they have so many nerve endings in their nose, and obviously they go down and they touch that fence with their nose because they're smelling it, and it shocks the living tar out of them, and so they don't they don't like electricity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, there's more people in the woods. Or bears are getting more used to people, and that's dangerous. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you just need to use your head and common sense. One time... This is probably 15 years ago. I was sleeping in a wall tent, and I'd had a bear come in and tear up my wall tent. We were outfitting down in Colorado, sleeping in a wall tent. And this bear comes in, and he's pushing on the side of the wall tent. Oh, God. And so me being Sasquatch, I just reached up and popped him right in the nose. <laughs> I just punched him as hard as I could, hard as I could, right through the tent. He ran off screaming and everything, but then he came back two days later and ripped my tent apart. So I don't know if that was a smart idea. I was like, I remember that because Jim showed up at camp with a bloody nose. <laughs> Dude, that is crazy. Now, you know, there's all these tests and studies done, you know, whether or not um, bear spray is more effective than a firearm and this and that you know it's really whatever somebody wants to do they can do it do you ever carry bear spray is that something you use or do you just stick to a firearm i do not my thought on bear spray is it's salt and pepper for yourself i mean (laughs) you hear so many you hear so many stories of bears it kind of tases them right at the beginning but then it really ticks them off and they have that smell in their nose they're going to track you down and they're going to eat whatever just hurt them yeah and so you know i don't fully believe i mean if you're close enough it's a good deterrent at first but you better have like four bottles because that sucker's going to keep coming in yeah, yeah and don't don't spray it in the tent yeah don't spray yeah. the tent. that's the bad part is you're sitting out there and half the time there's you know a pretty good breeze or something 
Um, and there's a lot of things that can deter that spray from getting to its intended target. And like you said, those cans don't last forever, so you better have a lot of backup there. Um, yeah, well, and the wind's blowing and it comes back in your face and then you can't see it. How are you going <laughs> to get away from a bear if you can't see? <laughs> I never th- accidentally true. sprayed myself in the face and he ate my legs, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, you know, how much time have you spent out in the woods, which is a tremendous amount? You've had a lot of close encounters, okay? Um, but nine times out of ten, if you're smart, you're about yourself, you take the necessary precautions, you really shouldn't have an incident. Now, I know there are those, you know, temperamental bears that are just problematic, but, I mean, that's rare, right? Yeah, you rarely have any issues. I mean, you're, you're going to have more issues at a at a campground that's used a lot. Yeah. Just because those bears are used to coming in and raiding the garbage every night. Mm-hmm. When you're camping out in the woods, I mean, I, I haven't had... And I mean, I've lived in a wall tent for probably half my life, honestly. Wow. If you counted all the days that I've been in a tent or under the stars out in the mountains compared to sleeping in a bed. And I haven't had very many encounters at night with bears coming in and stuff like that, especially in the U.S. I mean, I've, the lower 48, I rarely, rarely ever do you have encounters as long as you're you know, just keep your wits about you. you. You see stuff in the news all the time. These people, they don't respect animals. Wasn't well, you think it just, it's like a big dog. Like in Yellowstone the oh, other day, some lady tried to walk up and pet a grizzly or something <laughs> like that. But, I mean, yeah. I think when it comes to, like, black bears, people are less afraid of black bears because they do. They It's like a big Labrador retriever, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of fetching a ball, it's going to bring your friend back, though. <laughs> um, the problem is black bears, they have bad attitudes. You know, it's kind of like that Napoleon complex, you know, grizzlies and stuff. They know they're the biggest, baddest thing walking around. But black bears, I mean, they're far more aggressive as a whole, aren't they? Well, honestly, you get a young poor black bear and he's probably had his butt kicked a couple of times. And he's just an honorary little sucker most of the time. Yeah. You know, last year. So a good story of that. So last year I'm baiting over in Idaho and <clears throat> my cameraman had, had uh, went in and checked my bait the day before. It's like a 180-pound boar. I mean, not a very big black bear. Mm-hmm. And he come in and wouldn't leave and stole my cameraman's backpack and shredded <laughs> it because he knew he was bringing bait in. Stole it and shredded it and was sitting there huffing and puffing at him and walking circles around him. And, you know, he didn't had zero fear and care. He was just, he had a bad attitude. Mm-hmm. And so I went in there the next day and he started doing the same thing to me. And I just said, all right, I got another bear tag. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we got to leave it right there, Laramie. Uh, we've been talking with Laramie Sasquatch Miller. And of course, he's the host of The Last of the Breed on Sportsman Channel Monday nights at 8 o'clock Eastern time. That's right. Laramie, he is the real deal. One of the coolest guys out there. Uh, this has been brought to you, though, by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online. Check them out. YamahaMotorsports.com. Now, Mr. Laramie, to learn more about you, your partners, last of a breed, uh, really just to follow along. You're such an awesome guy. Where can we find you online? So you go to Laramie Sasquatch Miller on both Facebook and Instagram, and then go to LaramieMiller.com. Nice. Everyone, hop online, check it out. Again, watch Last of a Breed, Sports Channel, Mondays, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Mr. Laramie, we love you. Happy Father's Day, buddy. Thank you, guys, and happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Stick around. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after these messages. 
It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Travis this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com Hey, this being Father's Day and us doing Outdoor Father's Day Fest on this week's show. Boy, I'll tell you what, old uh, Cat Daddy really came through. So did Nick Ventura and Laramie Miller. Yeah, and this weekend, it is Father's Day weekend, get the entire family out, recreate outdoors as a family, go fishing, uh, do some plinking in the backyard. Yeah, or even barbecuing. You know, that's a big thing on Father's Day to go out and barbecue something. And make sure you hammer home while you're sitting around eating that barbecue this Father's Day weekend, okay? Okay. Make sure you hammer home firearm safety. Oh, that's so important. Imperative. Also, make sure if you're going to barbecue, you have a fire extinguisher handy. Nearby, anyhow. (laughs) He's melted the siding on the side of his house. (laughs) All right, so we got to get to a break. We will return next week, boys and girls, but we want to say... Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. We love you. God bless you. In the United States of America. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.